Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With us on location in California, the Golden State, is Alex. How you doing, Alex? Doing very well. I wish I could say I was here on important Everyman Sports uh, business seeing the Warriors, seeing the uh, Giants. Unfortunately, it's much less entertaining, but <laughs> hey, it lets me, uh, lets me call in and have a good chat with my good friends. So, That's yeah. right. And now, finally, and now after a long, long bit of time, now you are ahead of me in terms of time-wise. It's literally never happened before. No? It, I don't know when it'll happen again, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's weird being on the, uh, the, the, the plus or the negative side of the time difference. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, but between yeah, between your traveling and now uh, also daylight savings time, that uh, that's allowed us to meet back up here in the wonderful world of podcasting. Uh, so let's let's talk about so it's baseball season now. When when last we left you, we were at opening day uh, for the Mets when they won, and then apparently they kept on winning. Uh, the Mets are right now nine and one as of the recording of this podcast, the best start in their history, um, and. They're one of the best teams in baseball right now. Which I'm is it is it is it the case where you're just waiting to be heard again, Chad? They've mm-hmm. given you this modicum of hope, or is it even too early for that? Are you still the hardened baseball? Fan no, I'm just no, it's I'm a pin- good start, but that's it. I'm pinching myself. Like there's a lot. Like there's <laughs> there's no. <clears throat> I've yet to really see any large um, uh, worrisome points. Like no flaws have now. As I say, no flaws, of course. The other shoe kind of dropped with uh, their starting catcher, Travis Darnot, who's been on the disabled list every for five consecutive years. Now looks like he's going to be out for the season with a um, UCL tear. So he probably need Tommy John. So that throws a big crimp into the, you know, it just kind of smacks you back to reality. But uh, aside from that one issue, I mean, the bullpen looks great. The hitter, the lineup is awesome. It's just, it's really nice. So we'll see if that keeps up. I know it can't, can't win them all, but still mm-hmm. right now. Um, I guess that's the only thing I'd point to is like maybe if it's, you look at a team, you'd be like, you're one injury away from everything going away. Um, and you had a, yeah, like a slight scare with that. But Well, I mean, with the Mets last year, that was everybody, everybody got injured. Um, four, four-fifths of their starting rotation uh, almost their entire outfield. I mean, there was just injury after injury, and so far, you know, it's only a week or two into the season, you know, that we were safe. But now here, it's just worrisome, like, okay, there's one. When's the next one going to happen? Mm-hmm. So, and across town, the very it's very surprising. Mets, everybody was like, well, maybe they'll be 500, maybe they'll be under. They'll be lucky if they get that. And here they are off to their best start in team history. Meanwhile, across, the, across town in... The Bronx, the Yankees, who were everybody's, I mean, everybody was excited to hate them this year. Having gotten uh, Giancarlo Stanton, who hit 59 home runs last year, and 
Aaron Judge, who lost the MVP last year, and they were one game away from the World Series last year, um, have now started to stink up the joint. They're five and six. They got smashed by the Red Sox yesterday, fourteen to one, and first time in uh, since uh, first time basically since um, the dead ball era, which is you know when the balls were mm. were very soft and nobody. Uh, the uh, you know home run leaders only hit two a year. The uh, so ever since then this has never happened. Uh, two can, two games of zero hits and five strikeouts. Like in like this this early in the season, five strikeouts and no hits in a game twice already this year. From from Stanton, their big get, which is quite I mean booze booze on opening day because he's striking out so much. Mm. It's very shocking. Um, so, and just everything's been falling apart for them. Now the injuries are starting to hit them. Some of the, some of the guys in their bullpen, some of the guys at their uh, at some of their positions. One guy, he didn't even tell the team that he's been having migraines, and all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, I I, I can't play." And they're like, "What's wrong with you?" "Oh yeah, I have migraines." <laughs> uh. So that doesn't really, you know, that doesn't really endear you to your uh, to your team. So, um, but I mean, yeah. So that's really surprising. Uh, you know, uh, the only kind of really su- there's a couple surprises so far in this early season. The Pittsburgh Pirates, who lost their franchise player Andrew McCutcheon, they're eight and two already. Uh, the mm-hmm. Ast- the Astros, I mean, the World Champs, they're nine and three already, so they're doing good. But, um, uh, oh, what's it, Otani? Um. Uh, uh, oh man, Shohei Otani. Uh, I always forget his. I can't pronounce his first name, but Otani. He was the pitcher outfielder, the recent signing mm. by the Angels. Uh, he's he had a terrible spring training, but he's also, if you were talking about hundred-year-old records, he's the first player in ninety-nine years uh, to record two wins. And three home runs in the first ten games of a season. I mean, that's not since like you know Babe Ruth or you know somebody when the pitchers yeah. used to actually be the best players. Um, and he's uh, he's flirted with a no hitter through six innings already this season. He's just doing a great job. And everybody was worried, nah, he's not going to be much of anything. And here he comes. So it's very surprising. So that's that. Those are some of the few interesting things in the early season this year. Uh, have you been yeah, able? To- it's cool. It's interesting to see some of the, the the some of the stories coming out. So yeah, hopefully it'll be continuing to be an interesting season. Yeah, these early leaders, but it's it's a long old season. It's a ve- um, it's a very long season. Um, I'm really hoping my season doesn't turn into a dumpster fire. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hope and pray and enjoy these these first couple games. So uh, let's move over to basketball because the end of the NBA season is over. Um, Actually, mm-hmm. tonight, as this being recording on a Wednesday, it's the final uh, game, final uh, day of the regular season. And playoffs are all set up except for one one spot in the East, uh, and actually, it's yeah, it's between. I'm sorry, the West. So it's between the Timberwolves and the Nuggets, and they play tonight. So this is a winner take all. Uh, you know, loser goes home. Winner gets to play. You know the. <laughs> What's their record? The 65 and 16 Houston Rockets. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, so eighth place is up for grabs uh, in the uh, Western Conference. 
Um, but I mean, the Rockets at 65 and 16, James Harden looks like he's going to be the MVP. Uh, it's hard to think that the Golden State Warriors are not the favorite, but it turns out that's how it is. Now, out in mm. out in California, is there much? Is there a lot of chatter and a lot of banter about Golden State and the Warriors? Yeah, I mean, like every there was a it was the Phoenix Suns game. I think um, probably on Monday now, right. um, or maybe Sunday. Um, but yeah, like it was on in it, uh, all the bars we've been in. You see jerseys, you hear people talking about it. So yeah, I think there's there is excitement, but I think it's kind of tempered a little bit. They've not been as invincible as previous seasons. So it's, think i think if anyone's like this might be the year that we miss it i mean like in terms of basketball it's still a phenomenally strong team and you can't it's weird that they aren't favorites but i think there's a slight trepidation that this is the weakest they've seen um the team in the last couple of years so maybe it won't go that way um but we'll see it's it's going to be interesting i think so. no absolutely and they've had you know you know uh, St- stefan curry he's He's going to be out this entire first round of the playoffs. I mean, uh, Iguodala has has had a bad knee, and you know, uh, Boucher. He's you know he's going to be out for a while too. So this they're not at their peak, and with the Rockets strong, and just I mean the you know Blazers and Jazz and Spurs are always dangerous. They're always dangerous, and the Thunder. This is actually a really strong West. This is always I mean the Western Conference has always been strong, but this is like real real. Um, real strong. So, but over in the East, I mean, the Cavs are in fourth place. Uh, but I mean, the Celtics are missing Kyrie Irving. Um, I, I'm not going to believe the Raptors till I actually see it, even though they've got number one seed in the in the East. And the seventy six look, seventy sixes are good. I'll say that. But I mean, uh, barring any sort of really shock, it seems like it's the Cavs to lose. I mean, mm-hmm. and anytime LeBron's around, he he. he they they always seem to do well with him, and uh, this well, it's is just, you know, he's always liable just to take over a game. Um, at yes. that point, it's just like, is is he going to perform? Then they win, um, and just having that such strong presence is again, it's kind of hard to judge. But he's been so consistent; it you kind of bank on it. So it's true, and you know, they've they've improved so much more. It's amazing. They got rid of Kyrie Irving. They got rid of Isaiah Thomas. And they they just got better, and <laughs> they just got better, which is really really surprising. But I mean, that's the kind of stuff that happens here uh, in the NBA. So it'll be interesting to see if I had to if I had to give a guess, I'd say the Cavs, and I I think I'd say the Rockets. I think the Rockets are finally might actually do something since their heyday of the mid '90s. So, but we'll see. That's my that's my take. And then over in the NHL now now playoffs are starting over there too. Um, so that's already, it's already pretty much started. Um, an interesting one is the Battle of Pennsylvania, uh, Pittsburgh and the Fly, uh, the Penguins and the Flyers facing each other in the first round. Which, I mean, that's in the last twenty five years. I mean, that's a really, like, that's kind of, uh, that's Red Sox Yankees type territory in in the NHL, mm. especially in the playoffs. Um, so that'll be fun to watch, if nothing else, for possible brawls that are going to happen. I was going to, I was going to say, fun to watch outside of the stadium and in. Um. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. They look, they take it seriously, especially the, between those two clubs. And yeah, in Pennsylvania, that hockey's hockey's bigger than you think. There, um, I'm happy to see the Maple Leafs made the playoffs. 
Uh, I'd like to see them go far because, I mean, that's an original six team. I always like original six teams. And I was going to say, if, how many times is Chad going to say original six team in this segment? Uh, it's just, yeah, you do, <laughs> you're a big old softy. Well, what can I say? I mean, you know, I'm I'm sorry. The Win- I, I'm not excited to see the Winnipeg Jets make it to the, uh, <laughs> the Stanley Cup Finals. But I'm going to be really interested to see now. Now I will say on, on the other hand, though, to see what the Las Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights do in the playoffs. Are they going to get bounced in the first round? Are they going to make a deep run? Just to see how that catches on. I mean, I mean Nashville is all about the Predators. They've got the they've got the best record. They've got the most points in um, in uh, the league this year. But just to, I mean Nashville has been taken over with hockey. Uh, excitement. So to see if that happens in Vegas, that would be a big deal. I mean, you, you know you're going to get a lot of, I mean, it's going to be exciting. There's a giant fan base for the Bruins and for the Devils and even over in your area by the sh- with San Jose Sharks. Have any talk about the San Jose Sharks? Because that's not far from where you are. Yeah, no, not really. Um, yeah, it's mainly been Golden State and it's been the talk of the town. Right. Um, again, yeah, no, I think you've if you if you travel slightly north of where I am, it'd probably get better. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, no, not too much. And again, three. I believe those are all three. All three California hockey teams: the uh, Anaheim Ducks, San Jose Sharks, and Los Angeles Kings are back in again. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to. I'm always curious how how California. Look, because we've talked about it before. That sort of um, freakonomics, you know. All these hockey players—they come from cold places. They come, to, they you know, play for these teams in California and say, "Wait, why do I want to go back? I want to stay in the warmth." And then they just become basically expensive hockey coaches. And so there are all these you know uh, young hockey players who are born and raised in California, and then they just want to play for their hometown team. So here they are again, those three California teams back in it. So. Um, I'm a Devils fan, so I'd like to see the Devils go far, but they're the eighth seed, so I don't, I don't think they're going to go very far. But if I had to wager a guess, I'd have to say, uh, I'd have to say the Predators, and yeah, I think I'm going to say the Bruins. If I had to give it a Bruins and I was going to say Bruins again, soft spot of the of the Devils fan as a I've married into Devils fandom, so mm. I think anything else is blasphemy at this point. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's tough. An eight seed. I mean, it it happens very rarely. I mean, not everybody can be uh, UMBC, uh, University of Maryland, <laughs> Baltimore County, but you know yeah. that's that's the case. Um, and then let's go over to football. Actually, two points with football. I want to talk very quickly about the draft. Have you heard about all this rumor about the Josh Allen, the Browns taking Josh Allen at number one? No. So and why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, because basically, it's it's very. You know, the Browns have tried to replicate or make the football version of Moneyball, where they it's all analytics. And they, you know, basically what the 76ers did, which, you know, just completely tank, hoard all these draft picks, then trade those draft picks for more draft picks in a later draft, and all this stuff. That's how they got the pick this year. Uh, but with that became, you know, one win in two straight seasons. So the guy who was in charge, uh, uh, Sashi Brown, they got rid of for a more traditional old school um, uh, general manager in John Dorsey. And 
I mean, Josh Allen, he's a big, he's what you call a prototype, you know, a prototypical uh, NFL quarterback size-wise, but numerically, you know, with his college stats, it just doesn't look good. So, I mean, the talk is that maybe the, and this might also be just them posturing and trying to freak other people out, but, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. This is the Browns we're talking about, that they'll have a plan, and then at the last minute somebody comes in and says, nope, change the plan. Um, and also, I'm sure a lot of people are smitten with, you know, the way Carson Wentz came out of South Dakota, or I'm sorry, North Dakota, and now here's this other guy from Wyoming who's of similar size and of ability. Um, so now they're thinking that maybe they might blow it and take Josh Allen. I mean, you've also got to look at the Carson Wentz situation and say that Philadelphia team is incomparable to the Browns team. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. The team-wise, absolutely. But I will say they've actually made an effort to surround this team between getting Javar, mm. Javaris Landry and, I mean, Tyra Taylor, you know, might be a backup quarterback, but still, you know, and just uh, who else they got? Oh, there's a defensive player they got, too, and I'm forgetting the name. But just they made move after move after move to get these proven NFL players and they've got the number four pick, so, you know, could Barkley be available at four? If not Barkley, you know, do they take uh, Nelson, the offensive lineman, which I think they will and should. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Now, as a Jet fan, kind of would like them to take Allen because then that frees up Darnold. Yeah. And he's the one that everybody's talking about. But I, I honestly, I don't think that, the Browns are going to screw it up. I think they will take Sam Darnold. I think th- I think the Giants will take a quarterback, which then makes the dilemma: Do the Jets take Barkley? I say no, but I I just I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, that's that's two weeks away, but still, this is where we get into the nitty gritty of it. So, and then there's also this talk about the uh, the Patriots moving down in the draft, that they actually want to get. Uh, Jackson, Lamar Jackson, um, the quarterback from Louisville, who we were talking about last time. As uh, he, he ever, all these teams don't think he's a good quarterback. They want him to be a wide receiver, and he's really staying pat. Like, no, I want to be the quarterback. So, of course, of course, the Patriots are just like, well, then, yeah, we can use him, and of course, he'll turn into an amazing quarterback. And I hate my life. So. <laughs> But I'm really hoping. I mean, they've worked. They've worked with Tim Tebow. They they can probably they, make something happen. Well, they right? tried. I and I felt bad for Tebow because, like, you know, there was nothing he nothing he did wrong. They just nobody used him properly. So that was ups- that's that's always difficult. Um, and also one more thing about football. So there's a new uh, football uh, league coming next year in 2019. 2019. It's called the Alliance of American Football. Uh, it's supposed to, it's basically kind of what the NBC did with the XFL, like a part ownership. Apparently, this is going to be a, I think, a part ownership with CBS. So, um, I believe it's going to uh, play, when is it going to play? It's going to play in March, I think. Something like that. I might be wrong, but... Only basically one team has been announced. The team for teams must appoint two-point conversions, no extra points. 
No kickoffs, which I know the NFL has kind of been talking about, no kickoffs. Um, a 30-second play clock. Um, and then, of course, head safety uh, protocols. So I, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, I'll, you know. Mm. But, hey, it's I, yeah, game next year. Game's yeah, next. I mean, I guess it's like if, is the NFL worrying about its revenue stream, so it's trying to diversify that a little bit. Is that, uh, do they think there's not enough football for people to watch? Well, um, when, when you see the ratings for like things like, I mean, now it's college football, but when you see things like ratings for uh, college uh, spring college games, like the you know the inner inner squad matchups, I mean, they're off the charts. Um, even though ratings are down, it's still, I mean, it, they're very high. That when it's down, it's not down that much, and it's not down so much that you can say things are falling apart. But I wonder whether they're just, they might use this just as sort of like the beta testing league, like introduce some really off the wall rules, and like if they catch on, take them into sort of the big boy league. That might be an interesting application of it. I don't know that anyone's going to watch it. Well, um, I mean, if, if it's going to be on CBS. And that's CBS, partially on the CBS Sports Network, but CBS itself, live on CBS. I mean, that's, you know, that's basic cable. With that, and also, apparently their, the league's mobile app will offer live streaming of all games as well as provide integrated fantasy games. So if you have another league doing fantasy football, I mean, that right there, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of money, too. I mean, that, that goes in deep, too. Everybody... I mean, fantasy is basically gambling now. So to have that be a part of it, you know, maybe the NFL takes from there or maybe just because it's not just the game itself. It's all the other things that surround the game, the ads, the revenue, including through fantasy sports. So it'll be interesting to see. I agree. Um, And it's going to be eight teams in total. So we'll see how that goes. Um Moving on, uh, any uh, any uh, championship, uh, any English Premier League news? Anything? To there talk is. About? Uh, well, we're we're in the sort of late stages of uh, the well, sort of, late, yeah, late stages of the Champions League now for the uh, the cross European um, Cup Winners Cup, basically. Um, so we're in the quarterfinal stage, and right. uh, sort of the well, the one big spicy game, and then the one that everyone thought they knew the result to. So the first of those was uh, Liverpool versus Manchester City. Um, I remember one of the last times I spoke to you was Liverpool had handed Manchester City their first loss of the season. Um, so everyone was kind of looking forward to the sort of Champions League rematch. Um, right. So played over two, two games, home and away, um, and Liverpool absolutely smashed them 5-1 on aggregate. Jeez. Um, winning two Two uh, one overall at Manchester City, them out of the Champions League, so um, a oh. really good result for them. Um, playing exactly the same kind of football they played last time, really attacking, um, hitting Man City on the break, and just making a Man City team that's kind of canted away with the Premier League title look really average. So, um, yeah. And then the the other big shock result um, yesterday, in fact, was uh, Roma overturning a four. Uh, 3-0, 4-1 deficit from the first leg against Barcelona. Right. Um, and then going to the Barcelona's home stadium and trancing them 3-0. Um, so 4-4 on aggregate, but 
uh, away goals rule puts Barcelona out of the Champions League at the quarterfinal stage, which was a massive, massive shock. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Roma's, Roma's advanced playing, again, amazing football. Um, just, it's, it's very hard to go to Barcelona and score three unchallenged goals. So, oh, absolutely, um, yeah. yeah. That's tough. But no, so that's the main thing. I think that the, the Premier League season has kind of been done for a while. Um, Manchester City played Manchester United um, last weekend and could have potentially sewn up the Premier League at their hated rivals. <clears> um, but uh, Man City overturned a, uh, Man United overturned a 2-0 uh, deficit to eventually come back 3-2 and delay the celebrations for Man City another week. Um, I don't think anyone's realistically expecting them not to win the title. Right. Um, I think any points at this point, uh, and they win. Uh, so even a tie in their next game. But um, yeah, we'll see. The Champions League's kind of where it's at now. So uh, once we have the next round fully completed and the semi-finals are set up, I'll uh, give you guys another ring and let you know what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that'll be really interesting to keep track of. Now, because um, the... Uh MLS Major League Soccer started here in the uh, in the northern hemisphere, um, or I should say North America. Um, is there any um, any juice on that uh, across the across the ocean? Like, does anybody Not really, really pay attention I to mean, it? I mean, it's kind of you kind of get the stories about. So Zlatan Ibrahimovic has recently made a move to um, an MLS side. So you kind of you you still hear it reported when those sorts of personalities play. Right. But as in terms of like what the results are, what, what the teams are, um, much less so. It's more just like Zlatan scored a hat trick rather than he led the team to a great victory and mm. here's where they are in the league. Um, I mean, I'm sure there is. I think while once the sort of European leagues and competitions finishes, finishes it's like it's kind of like your off season fix of football. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll start to pick up a bit more once the Premier League is officially over and the Champions League is reaching its peak. But right. until then, I think it's, it's, it's still... Right now, if like, the Premier League's not playing, you'd probably still look to another European league um, mm. as sort of your second, your second fix um, before you start looking across the Atlantic. Oh, okay. All right, come on. See, I was always, I was always just kind of curious. I, I just wanted to know about that because I wasn't really sure because I know... I know, you know, football is very big, you know, very popular, um, and for a lot of people, especially, uh, you know, in Europe, like, f there's just never enough, so I didn't know if that was on people's radars enough that it made a difference, so, no, that's interesting. All right, Alex, well, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, I'm glad oh, we were able to... Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad, <laughs> we, I'm glad we were able to make this work. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks very much, Alex. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you. All right. Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also... Visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.